Welcome to the Up Level Dairy Podcast, the podcast for dairy farm owners, managers, and advisors committed to profitability, sustainability, and excellence. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen, and it's my mission to bring you the conversations that will up level your skill set and your mindset so you can be a top performer in the dairy farming business. So one year ago, I sat down with six dairy leaders who all chose one word to live by for 2023. Some were dairy owners, other dairy managers, and a couple of friends who work on the industry side too. So what did they say one year ago about their one word and how they wanted to bring it to life in 2023? Who stuck with it? Who was transformed by it? Well, I've been catching up with these friends to find out, and you'll get to hear all about it on our upcoming episodes next week. But first, I'm bringing back their original Up Level Dairy podcast episode, where these six dairy leaders each shared their one word and their vision for how they wanted it to shape 2023. This is the time when so many of us make New Year's resolutions. But did you know, according to Forbes, that only about 8% of people actually attain their New Year's resolutions? And so what happens to that other 92%? Well, many of those objectives get abandoned altogether before we even hit the fields for spring planting. But given this low success rate of New Year's resolutions... If you're like me, you may have wondered, is there a better way, a simple way, an effective and a meaningful way to not just set goals and resolutions, but to really sum up the dreams and what you want to achieve and who you want to be in the year ahead? And the solution that I found for this is choosing one word just one word. And so back in 2016, a good friend of mine gave me a book called My One Word by Mike Ashcroft and Rachel Olson. And the idea was this, choose just one word that represents what you most hope God will do in your life in the coming year. So it's all about focusing on character transformation and spiritual growth in some area for that one year. And the idea is that you can achieve more by doing that, focusing on one word, than mere impulse control, which some of us look at when we try to set those goals and make changes. And so I've been doing this for the last eight years. And let me tell you, I've never been less than amazed by what that one word ends up meaning at the end of the year. And that's why on this Up Level Dairy podcast, I have invited a group of good friends to join me in declaring their one word for 2023. So in this episode, you will be hearing from a mix of dairy owners, managers, allied industry. But at the end of the day, the folks I've invited to be a part of this podcast are people who personally inspire me, who I have watched be transformative in the way they live their lives and the way they do their work and who I look to for inspiration. And that is why I'm sharing them with you today on this Up Level Dairy podcast, talking all about their one words for 2023. So I'm going to give our folks on the call a chance to introduce themselves, and we'll go ahead and get started with Jared. Well, thanks, Peggy, for having me today. I'm Jared Yowzi, and I'm the herd manager at Sunnyside Farms in Central New York. We're nestled in the Finger Lakes. We milk 5,000 cows. We have 65 employees. We're a fully integrated operation. We do all our own cropping, um, manure management, feed mill, digester, et cetera. So that is our business. I married for 16 years now to a veterinarian out of Canada. Her name is Beth. Two daughters, Quinn and Harper, 9 and 11. And that is wrapping up on me. Yeah. So Jared, what is your one word for 2023? 
Well, I could not choose just one word. I had two words floating in the back of my mind. And how we came to this was sitting down a couple of weeks ago with the owner of our dairy and my parlor manager. And we're like, what are we going to focus on in 2023? 2022 has been a, a really fantastic year. We've been really blessed for the health of our business, for the health of our people, first and foremost, within our business. We got out of two years of COVID. Everyone went nuts going and doing things and enjoying life. The business has been expanding and growing this year. So we've had a ton of farm projects and we were able to accomplish our two biggest goals, which we set out for 2022, which was to significantly lower our new infection rate and mastitis and somatic cell on the dairy. We were able to knock that out of the park and improve calf health, mortality, and morbidity. So the two things we set out from a business standpoint, our teams achieved, rocked it out of the park. We've had a lot of building projects and a lot of new investment back into the dairy this year. And we've been able to get through all of that along with a milk plant expansion for the farm. So it's just been a crazy year and you throw in a couple major health scares and death scares. And um, at the end of the day, gratitude for people is, is really how we're trying to focus for 2023 even more than we usually do because they're what made it successful in 2022 and 2021 and 2020 and all the years previous to that. So, and then there was opportunity and they, they provide the opportunity for us to be successful and for our employees to achieve their dreams and to raise their families and grow their lives and accomplish their goals. So gratitude is what I came up with a combination of two words and made up one word. And that's our focus for 2020. Ah, leave it to Jared that you can't just pick one word and you made, or you made one word out of two words. So your word for 2023, gratitude, the combination of gratitude and opportunity put together. And do you believe Jared that you can have one without the other? No, I think, I think it all starts with gratitude, but that provides the pathway to opportunity for everyone. Once you appreciate others and you're really vested in the success of people end of the day, 65 people are what make our business work and profitable and give us social lives and not work seven days a week and uh, go home to see our families every night and do those things. So, and then opportunity financially for the business to keep milking more cows and to make more milk per cow and to buy new equipment and buy new land and all of those things that make us as dairy farmers, which comes second to people, our passion, right? So. Yeah. Ah, that's such a good, such a good word. A new word to us all, gratitude. Thanks, Jared. All right. And Tara, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your word for 2023. All right. Well, Peggy, thank you so much for having me. You gave such a kind introduction. So I, I greatly appreciate getting to be able to be part of this group and part of this circle. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am an ag industry professional working in the tech space, and I'm a farmer. So I, I wear a lot of different hats. And coming out of 2022, I felt like I was majorly in survivor mode. So one of the biggest things that was life-changing for us is we expanded our family and I had my daughter. So I feel like I was in a lot of ways just trying to figure out how to <laughs> survive as a parent and try to get her from just coming out and being a baby and welcoming into this world to moving to a thriving and growing baby. So that was a big battle for me. And then also just figuring out how to then become a working mom and try to also keep all the balls in the air from the personal standpoint and from the farm standpoint. 
So moving into 2023, I feel like I've officially got my boots pulled up and I'm ready to get back in the trenches and figure out how to get back to a position of feeling more proactive and like I may be on the front end of things. So for 2023, my word is build. And I'm focusing on building in my professional life. I'm working for NEDAP and we are really, really building a change in the way that data sets are validating dairy farmer practices and animal well-being and just trying to create more transparency amongst the value chain surrounding that. And it's a really fun place to be. I feel like I'm, I'm physically building my family and also trying to work on building myself back physically and emotionally from everything of 2022. And we're building our farm. So we made a, a big change in stepping away from a family farm that was multi-generational. And my parents and my husband and I went to a greenfield site and started new. So it was not something that was totally expected, but we've been working on it for a couple of years now. And we feel like we're truly past the, the survival point of just trying to get that started to actually having a valid business now and, and seeking to build and expand that. So... Overall, for 2023, I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm building my legacy. Yeah, yeah. In building mode, like you said, building your family, building yourself back, building a farm, and not to mention the contributions that you're making to building the dairy industry and taking into the tech space with the work that you do every single day. Super inspiring, Tara. Thank you for sharing your word. And now I'm going to shift over to Katie. Katie, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your one word for 2023. Hello, Peggy. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I was really, really excited when you asked me because I get really jacked up about this concept and picking a word or a theme for the year because it it's an opportunity to reflect and it's also an opportunity to push forward. So again, my name is Katie Martin. I live in Southwest Wisconsin with my husband, Jim, and our daughter, Neela, who just turned six the other day. We are managing partners on our 4,000 cow dairy. And I also work for Zoetis as a dairy product manager working in the precision animal health space. I get excited about this because I, I see changes every time I, I focus on a theme or a word for the year. My, my word for the year for 2022 was change. And I started the year not knowing what needed to change. But 2021, I, at the end, I was just spiraling out of control, just feeling just like Tara talked about, like you have just so many things going on and you're just on the hamster wheel. And every morning you just wake up and you do the same things and then you go to bed again. And it was really negatively affecting my health and neg negatively affecting my family. And I knew that something had to change. I, I knew something had to change. So I made those changes in, 20, in 2022. I have a new career where I'm able to be home more. I'm not driving 1,500 to 2,000 miles a week. It's a really a new opportunity for me and I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of my family for supporting me in that, in that effort. So as I move forward from that, like big changes, 2023 for me, my word is present. 2022, I made a lot of changes. 2023, I really want to be present and I want to be present every day. I want to be in the moment when I'm in the moment, you know, wherever I am. I, I want to be all there. And I'm really looking forward to that. I think the older I get, the the more I realize that life is short. 
and we we don't know what what is going to come of the next day, month, year. And I really want to focus on being more present. So that's my plan. Oh, Katie, thank you so much for sharing all that and the backstory behind 2022 and that word change. What you stated and backing up what Tara shared to so many of us that are in these positions of being parents and working and trying to balance life. I think a lot of people can relate to where both of you have shared your at. I know I've I've been there too and have cycles where I fall back into that same spot. But Katie, what you shared is super powerful in the way that I, as a friend to you, have also seen the ways that you have made changes in 2022 and am so inspired and empowered by your focus on presence and being present going into 2023. Uh, And so Eliza, I'll have you go ahead and introduce yourself next. All right. Thanks, Peggy, for inviting me onto this podcast. I love listening to your podcast when I'm driving across the state in my day job, I guess. My husband and I run a small 60 cow dairy farm, uh, but I'm also the Wisconsin accounts manager for Zinpro Corporation. So I support nutritionists and dairies across the state. And I am also a mom of three. I have a son, Lucas, who is 11, and Jane is nine, and Lucy is six. So they also require a lot of attention and and kind of a funny thing, Katie, my word for 2022 was present. So I totally know where you are um, coming from. And actually last year was the first year I chose a word And it actually, like, I didn't really realize while I was doing it as much, but I have this little rock that says be present and it's on my oven so that I remember, (laughs) you know, just doing the daily things, you know, like we talked about earlier, you get in this tailspin and, and feel like you're just spinning your wheels, but just really being there for your family and for your job and for your family. Uh, So my word for 2023 is persevere, which I looked up the definition of persevere. It's continue on a course of action, even in the face of difficulty or with little or no prospect of success. And we've made a lot of changes on our dairy. We actually are working on an exit plan, or I should say a transition plan to beef versus milking dairy cows. But also I'm running for a school board this spring. So that's another thing that I I have a feeling (laughs) takes some perseverance on the personal side of things. And on the work side of things, Zinpro has launched a new product at World Dairy Expo in 2022. And it's not in the mineral space. It's completely different out of our normal wheelhouse product. So that's another thing that I feel persevere will definitely come into play and hopefully help me stay on the path of not giving up and and really remembering why I'm doing what I'm doing every day. Oh, Eliza, I love that. And in the spirit of having words that get repeated, perseverance was actually my word two years ago. And I'll just share a little bit of a story of what how that word kind of played out for me. But I remember as that year went out for me two years ago, um, perseverance was all about, you know, setting goals and 
and being able to ride through the storms and the waves that come with getting to your end point, right? And I remember seeing this chart somewhere of, um, oh, so uh, so if anybody ever uses like an, an app like MyFitnessPal or like Noom or something like that, you'll you'll notice that like as you make progress, usually what happens is the trend line goes like this. It like it goes down and then it maybe goes up a little bit and it might stay there. But that's a point when people jump off course. But the point is to stay through that trend line because it's going to keep going down. If you get through and wait through and persevere through that period when it's stagnant, when it's not moving, when you're not seeing the action or when you're not seeing the results. And so I'll share that with you of one of my big takeaways from having perseverance as my word is looking at that trend line, right? So whatever it is that you're looking at, that transition plan, um, going through those changes, you know, with the farm or as you approach this school board position, which is incredible. It's so good for you for serving your community. Um, but just remembering that little trend line, right? That like you're going to have progress and then it might stall or it might go back and forth a little bit, but it will keep on going when you persevere, right? And so thank you for thank you for sharing these words. So Travis, if you could introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, where you're from, and what your one word is for 2023. Travis Spears, I'm one of the managers, owners at Shiloh Dairy in Brilliant, Wisconsin. Uh find myself more and more taking over and doing everything. Current duties are basically, if it moves by itself, I'm in charge of it. And fast forwarding into more and more of that growth and expansion as we continue to push each and every day. My one word is going to be opportunistic. The reason I chose that word in thinking about it, I took a look to my right where I've got a paper hanging that I spent a lot of time working on though over the last three years and which I've got nine words on. And I selected this one because it talks about the opportunity to be, to continue to grow and push yourself and take full advantage of whatever might come your way. Ah, that is some good stuff. Opportunistic. I like that one. And uh, Jessica, Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, where you're from, and your one word for 2023. So I'm Jessica Prolly Trimner. I am the dairy manager at Miltrum Farms. My day-to-day -day can go from calf feeding, ultrasounding, to someday scraping, depending on what the needs are for a team that day. We milk 3,000 cows, some with robots and some with a conventional parlor. So every day is a little different. Some days it's people, some days it's technology. And with all of these different interchanging parts, my word for 2023 is forward. We have gone through a lot of changes in the last three years, and we're always trying to be more efficient and just be better at our jobs. And as a dairy manager, it's always trying to inspire our team and moving forward and just helping everyone understand how we are um, really propelling into the future and what the dairy is going to look like. So for 2023, I'm looking forward. What a good word, forward. And a very good Wisconsin word, right? Isn't that our state motto, forward? It is. I know we kind of shared a little bit about how we all landed on these words, but tell me a little bit more. And I'd love to hear from, um, I'll, I'll toss it back to you, Jared, first. What do you envision Gratitude 
looking like to you at the end of 2023, a year from now? Well, a year from now, our, our goal from a business standpoint has been to focus on our employees and their, their well-being when they're not working. We're, we're planning on building a new soccer field and a kind of a gazebo slash area to use when they're at the soccer field. And we're also attaching a gym onto one of the um, communal housing areas. So there's a spot they can go with another rec area, social time, able to work out, focus on the things that, you know, will set our business apart that's not necessarily monetary in their paychecks, but give them more sense of community, bring others from the community to our business, and just give them a better social environment when they're working for us. So that's what we've set as they, they've helped us achieve all the business stuff we wanted to accomplish, all the building projects and goals we wanted to achieve in 2022. So now it's time to give back even more to them and help improve their lives when they have downtime. Ah, oh, that's great, Jared. And admirable that when you look at what 2023 means to you, it's truly all about your people. And you said that before, you know, it's it's all about the people. So that's uh, that's really inspiring to hear what what you look at 2023 meaning and how gratitude means giving opportunity to the people that make things go round at the dairy at Sunnyside. Uh, Tara, I'm going to toss that question to you. What do you think a year from now, what's build going to mean to you after a year of focusing on that word? You know, great question, Peggy. It'd be really easy to get hung up in a checklist or some sort of metric. You know, maybe maybe we built something physical on the farm or maybe I built something within my financial portfolio or added X team members. So, you know, that's that's an easy route to go. But I think more importantly for me to be successful in building, it's building my tribe and building the people around me. I, I hope that I can always be the dumbest person on my team, the least motivated person in my in my group, because that means that I have good people around me and hopefully I can build them to continue to accelerate and rise. So for me, it's it's continuing to invest in my in my people. And part of that is a bit of a mindset shift in, in moving into parenthood and moving from being a person that is a driver and a go getter and able to just hop on that plane and, and do what I need to do to, to shifting to have to really think about having other people taken care of. And and that comes first. So part of it's that mindset shift that, you know, has been inspired by the change in my life. But I want to build my people, and I think that is going to be the catalyst to everything else falling into place that I hope for. Yeah, I love that. Love that. So, Eliza, I'm going to toss it over to you. When you think about perseverance, a year from now, end of 2023, what's that going to look like for you? I really just hope that it keeps me in the right mindset when I do come upon challenges and want to give up whether it's on our farm in the winter, you know, just on daily activities and then more big picture goals at Zinpro or, you know, with my family, making sure that my kids get the best education that they can, making sure that our school is in a thriving community. Those types of things are what I'm hoping Perseverance can, you know, help me attain and really just keep me in the right 
headspace of not getting down on the things that I can't control. Yeah, good, good outlooks there. And Katie, I'm going to toss it over to you next. What a year from now will present look like? Yeah, so I I hope next December when we talk about this again, Peggy. Here's here's what's in my my brain. I I hope that 2023 I made some memories and I have some new experiences that I was there that I wasn't scrolling on my phone that I wasn't thinking about everything and that I need to do that I was I was fully present. You know, I I hope that I have a successful first year in a new position. And I, I also foresee that I'm gonna have I'm gonna figure out ways to disconnect from social media in some capacity. I, I don't think I need to scroll TikTok as long as I do. I don't think I need to check Instagram stories. I, I think I could be more present every day, and I think that's gonna involve downplaying some social media as a, as a part of my life. Yeah, and that. You say things that relate, I'm sure, to many of us about the ways that we could all be a little bit more present. So uh, thank you for for sharing your thoughts on what that's going to look like. So when you look ahead into 2023 and say you are sitting in the same chair a year from now, how will your life look differently based on having lived out your one word? Travis? Things will be different for me next year. We've got a couple of projects we're working on, planning on taking care of this, hopefully done this time next year. Some growth, some expansion, some moving around, a community project that we're diving into in June and opening up for. And so being able to have the opportunities to go through all of these steps and provide back to the community is also an opportunity for us. And if I'm sitting here today, we get through all of that I'm still, and we're pushing forward and I would call that a success because again, we've got lots of opportunities being thrown at us that are going to push us forward as a public. Yeah. Would you like to share more about what some of those opportunities are? You mentioned doing some things in the community. So we're going to host Sunday on the farm end of June, last weekend in June. So that's June 25th, where you've got a barn expansion project planned to start in the spring, which is also going to include some manure management changes. And then we're also moving our feed pad from one side of the farm to the other. And hopefully, hopefully we'll finally get our digester put together and buttoned up, which will again, you know, community project, if you will, doing that as well. So. Lots, lots going on. That's great, Travis. Thank you for sharing about what's going on at the dairy and the positive opportunities that you're working towards. And what you're talking about, it kind of reminds me of what Jared has shared too about his word gratitude and opportunity. And what I'm hearing from both of you is a, a, just a big focus around people, around the people at the dairy, for Jared, around the opportunities you can create right in your own community to just give back, to extend the hand, to open your doors, and to be a part of a bigger picture contribution through that sustainability factor as well. So thank you for sharing that, Travis. And Jessica, a year from now, what, what, where will Forward have taken you? 
Yes. So we had started a month ago on this efficiency journey and how are we going to help ourselves as dairy owners and as employers really set up a work-life balance for us and also for our team. So we've um, been working heavily with our team on trying to put the man hours in and, you know, get our tasks lined up so we can get more done in a short amount of time and then get home and enjoy the people that matter most, which is our families. And then still, you know, come to work with that energy and performance so that way we can always continue continue forward, getting better in all of our different areas, educate and cross-train a lot of people so that way we can always keep moving and interchanging people. Um, so I hope by 2023 that our team just grows stronger uh, together, that we have more people interchangeable across the dairy so that way they can just become better dairy men and women. And, and then we can start having those fun conversations about what projects we're doing or implementing those conversations on what can we as teams do better together. Very similar to what Travis was talking about. We're working on a digester project. We have a new event center. And we're really just trying to get the culture and the engagement back. So I'm hoping that um, through our efficiencies of, of people and animals and products that we make, we can move forward as teams to develop just better, better people within our system to help our community. And then ultimately just start sharing that and propelling our culture across the farm and, in, and further into our community as well. Yeah. Oh, Jessica, that is great. And and what I'm hearing, you know, kind of through that from you is that this focus on forward is about kind of rising above the day to day, right? Like, like you talked about getting everybody energized to come to work by being able to step away when they're around the people they love most at the end of the day. And that in and of itself having the power to then look clearly ahead and have excitement for the projects, not just the day-to-day. So that's that's some great perspective, Jessica. And so now I'm going to take a step back and ask each of you to share, what's your game plan? What are the things that you're going to do to keep that one word front and center over the next 12 months? And what are maybe some action steps or habits or routines that you think could help to back that up? Jared? One of the one of my goals, I guess, to, to make this happen is um, to continue to engage um, one-on-one, two-on-two with our staff that we really put a focus on the last two or three years. You know, got away from big meetings with COVID and you know, it's, a, it's a lot more powerful for that shoulder time to build those relationships, to show you care, to train people, to just have conversations on what's going on in their lives. That's where, that's where I think we're really going to gain even more connection is continuing to do that, continuing to focus on that going forward. And there's so much negativity out there in the world, staying, staying out of the news, staying out of all the rhetoric that's going on. Because at the end of the day, um, people are what matter and having that mindset to just just discontinue listening to everything that's negative out there because it really brings you down and everyone's dealing with it. It's not just me as a manager. It's my teammates. It's, you know, the entry level position and everything is just so negative out there and there's tons of opportunities. So we, we really try to focus on when we have a problem or there's something bad happens at the dairy or something bad happens in life. It's how do we fix it? 
what caused it and what's the opportunity to make this make this into a positive situation. So that's kind of how I'm going to continue to push through 2023 and uh, keep doing what we're doing, I guess. Yeah, that's that's good stuff, Jared. You have to remind yourself once in a while because you do you do lose focus on what's important in life and it's easy to get distracted. So um, centering yourself around people with that like mindset is also one way to keep yourself focused on what your goals are and how to achieve them. Yeah. And that's kind of what this little group is here today. All of us that are really pushing the mindset and also keeping centered in what our focus is for 2023. And, and, and Tara, what's your game plan for build? Yeah, still being written. One of the things that we've been working on as a family unit and as a farm and that I need to expand on more personally is that group of advisors. So that's especially been kind of forced as we work on our farm transition plan and, and formalizing things that way, but also from a personal standpoint, enlisting people that are going to help kind of have those checkpoints with me and with how things are structured and, and whatnot, just to make sure that we're on the right track. Another one is something that comes from my work culture. So from our CEO at NeedApp all the way down, there is an environment surrounding the phrase step up. And so we try to ingrain that in everything we do. Step up and take ownership of your decisions, of your ideas, and run with them. And it's a very entrepreneurial mindset that our company has, which really kind of backs that mentality. But I, I try to carry that into my personal life, too, and know that things don't always have to be the popular opinion. So if I want to truly build something meaningful, uh, I need to step up and potentially go against the grain at times. Ooh, I like that. So step up is the accompaniment to build for you. And Katie, what's your game plan? You shared a little bit of it, you know, what you think present will look like at the end of this year, but any other, uh, any other tools in your toolbox of how you've been successful in the past that you could even share in taking your one word and making it truly meaningful and transformational in the year ahead? So at the beginning of 2021, I, I started reading books. You hear these things like everybody should read every day and journal and drink water. And so I did that nonstop for, for four months. And I read a lot of books or I listened to a lot of books. And the two books that really helped me enable change in 2021 were Atomic Habits and The Power of a Positive No. And so I think I, I, I do not have a plan for my word of the year for 2023 yet, but I think what the first thing I'm going to do is read those books again, because they propelled me so much last year that I think I need to review and put that plan together to help, help me with my new goal. So my plan is to plan if that makes any sense. Yes, that makes total sense, right? Plan to plan, plan for success. And those two books that you mentioned, Atomic Habits and The Power of a Positive No. I'll include some goodies in our show notes for our listeners and I'll include those book titles. So thank you for sharing those, Katie. And Eliza, your game plan for perseverance. Well, I am a planner person as well. So one of the things in the planner that I currently have has a spot for like daily and weekly goals. And in there, I write my word so that even though I'm not necessarily, you know, focusing on it every single day or whatever, 
it's still there as a rem constant reminder as I'm planning out my week as this is something that I need to focus on and this is something that I need to, um, you know, keep in the back of my mind so that it doesn't just go by the wayside in February or March if I'm lucky, you know, like typical New Year's resolutions had always done for me before. So uh, that's one way that I have tried to keep it on the forefront. And I really think just thinking about it, I'm also a reader and one book recommendation that I would make, and Peggy, I know that you have read this as well, is Unleashed by Amber Sweener. She is a friend of mine and like just how she explains entrepreneurship and just how you show up every day in that book was really powerful to me. So Ah, love that. Yes. Amber Sweeney has been a, a good friend of mine for many, many years. Yeah. She is a, a literal a rock star, um, lead singer in a heavy metal band and has her own advertising and branding business. And then wrote this book that's all about being authentic. And she is the poster child for that. So uh, if you do pick up the book, you might find that uh, she was kind enough to include a little story about me in that book too. Um, a beautiful story about what it looks like when you watch your friends hit burnout and, um, <laughs> and how they bounce back from that. So that's a special treat for you that you can find in Unleashed by our good friend, Amber Sweener. Travis, for you, what will you do over the next 12 months to keep opportunistic front and center as your one word and to put it into action. That becomes the hard part, as everyone knows, you know, holding yourself accountable to those actions, to those requirements that you hold yourself so high to. And I think for me, it's continuing to do what I'm doing, which is growing, learning, educating, and trying to pass that on to everyone else, because again, it's not just about my ability to be opportunistic, but providing that chance to everybody else as well. And allowing, like Jessica said, our own people to grab onto opportunities to grow and learn and engage themselves, not, not only here at the farm in their professional life, but their personal life as well. And so for me, trying to continue to push that forward, it's also about seeing others step up and being able to achieve that as well. Ah, oh, that's, that's good stuff, Travis. And I know you are one of those people that's always learning, reading, enrolling yourself in things that will stretch your mind and push you to, to hit your goals. Um, is there anything that you have, you know, committed to or signed up for, um, for programs or training going into 2023 or books on your reading list that will help you with achieving that? So I've got two books on my reading list right now. One is called The Power of One More by Ed Milet. I got 15 pages into it on a airplane ride, and that's as far as I've made it so far, but it's on the nightstand to get finished. And then I recently received, it's called The Circadian Code. I forget who it's by, but it's more about understanding your body's natural rhythms and how to better harness your own internal energy and clocks and harness it to make yourself better. 
So I'm really interested and eager to dive into that one. Wow. Okay, Travis, we're going to do another podcast. It's going to be your book recap. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica, what's your game plan for 2023 for Forward? So I'm, I'm living the game plan right now a little bit. The biggest thing is change is hard for everyone. So if every day I can, you know, even on the bad days, which are seems to be not bad days, but the trying days, I need to show up, be energized, be positive and reassure my team. So that way they feel confident when they come to work. They know that they've always got someone in their corner when things are hard as well. And then just supporting them too, because they have a seat at the table. They have ideas. We've got a lot of very tenured people. So they've seen the path of the dairy and they are the future of the dairy too, because we, even though at some point they may move on, we want them to be successful in this industry. So I'm just going to show up every day and try to inspire my team to um, keep getting better and surround us with really good advisors and just keep teaching and, and try to share more things too. And, and just be the voice for the dairy and the outside team so that way they always know what's going on in and out of the farm daily. Because right now I think that just helps pull everyone in and get that, that unity and common goals together. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, uh, you know, what I'm hearing from you, Jessica, uh, is you're, you're supporting a lot of people on a team. So what's it, what's it going to take for you to do what you just said you need to do? And that's show up with the positivity and the energy. How are you going to feed your own soul here? So actually, Peggy, I listened to your podcast. I am very thankful for Uplevel. It's been inspiring the people and the breasts of the world and just different things that people come through. I listened to it while feeding calves the other day, which people would not think is is challenging, but I had 34 beef calves to feed in the morning. So I got to catch up on pretty much the last three. And it's just, it's always inspiring to talk to other dairymen and and hear their stories and hear the struggles. And a lot of the conversations you've been having are things that I'm living and breathing right now. So that's been huge for me. Sometimes it's nice just to get away from the farm. I don't have any kids right now, but I have a lot of youth that I work with through basketball programs and different dairy things. So they kind of rejuvenate my soul a little bit. And then the other thing is just hearing, hearing the outside stories from my employees. What are, what are their kids up to? What are they doing? You know, what's, what's big on their list for 2023? Just getting to know my people and knowing that when I show up every day, I'm showing up for the right reasons and all the changes and all the struggles that we're going through or just the challenges is that at the end of the day, we're all working to get better together. So for me, that's what fills me up. Oh, Jessica, that is awesome. And you just filled my bucket. So <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, well, any last final thoughts on your one word for 2023? I think for me, it's just continuing to do what's made us successful and pushing towards that not losing sight of the fact that yes that's the one word but there's a lot more that goes into supporting that one word there's in my case eight other ones in support of it in different areas of my life and keeping focus on all of that will pull it all together no i definitely agree with you travis it's a balancing act 
uh, of lots of things, but yeah, just using the gifts that we were given and just trying to listen and communicate and, and share as much as we can and, and, you know, surround ourselves. So that way we're all moving forward and taking chances and understanding the value of what we're doing. I'm going to give you guys just a quick opportunity. Do you have questions for each other? I guess I'd like to hear why you felt a sense of calling to go onto the school board. I admire that. I don't think that I would ever want to dip my toe into that pool. So I guess I'd just like to hear a little bit more about it. So my dad was on the school board for 13 years when I was a kid. Um, He passed away when I was 11 years old. So I kind of always had that in the back of my mind as a bucket list thing that I wanted to do to be like my dad. Recently, my son in sixth grade had his teacher resign in the, after the first quarter. So there's been a lot of kind of unrest going on in our school system right now. So I really, you know, felt called to be a part of that because it just so happens that the person that's in the seat in my area on our school board is not going up for re-election. So I actually had a few different people reach out to me and say, hey, we think you'd be really good at this. And I was like, actually, okay. I wanted to do this. I wanted to wait until we didn't have cows anymore. Um, just from a timing situation and trying to balance everything. But I really think that the timing is right with the ages. I mean, my kids are in first, third, and sixth grade. So they've got most of their school ahead of them yet. And I just really want them to be in a school that they can succeed through and have opportunities with. Our community is tiny. Mm-hmm. The biggest class in the elementary school right now is 30 students in the whole class. So it's challenging for from an opportunity standpoint and from a geographical standpoint. Like There are way more Amish and Mennonites in our area than there are um, traditional American, you know, people that go to public school. So that is kind of why I am choosing to at least, I mean, I'm, I didn't get elected yet. It's not, but put my name on the ballot. So. Yeah, that's, that's incredible, Eliza. And I think that goes back to the theme that I heard from you as you were talking about what perseverance means. And, and the theme I was hearing from you is all about serving others it's being of service um, through the school board and through your other activities. And and some other themes I picked up, you know, with Jared, for you, it's all about people. It's all about taking care of the people that are around you and looking for ways to give them more opportunity to take care of them. And, uh, and Katie, for you, it's that memories piece really sticks out because, you know, how often does life fly by when we're not present and intentional and your commitment to making memories in 2023. Uh, I think that's something that we can all take a little bit away from. And the same with you, Tara, when you talk about building, it's it comes back to that word legacy, legacy for your family, legacy for your, your farm that you guys are pioneering and establishing right now and the legacy of the bigger picture you see and the impact that you can have through the work with you that you do in the industry by stepping up, as you mentioned, is the theme within the organization you work with. And uh, and so those are some of the key takeaways that I'm hearing from each of 
those of you today. And, and these are exactly the reasons why it's such a privilege to be able to share your perspectives and your thoughts on the Up Level Dairy podcast. You, my friends, are all about the up level. So thank you for sharing those insights today. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you might be wondering, um, as I mentioned, I've chosen a one word for the last eight years, and you might be wondering, ah, what, what's my one word for 2023? And my one word is this, it is truth. And um, when I pick a one word, it usually comes about by a little bit of prayer and just being really notice, just being really aware of things that I'm seeing and hearing around me. And uh, something that really stuck with me a few months ago, I was reading a book called High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. Any of you guys read that book or heard of it? Yeah, Brendan Bouchard. And um, there's a there's a really powerful passage towards the end of the book. And the last line of that passage says this. It says, your next level of performance is in your next level of truth. And that just really stuck with me. Uh, and, and honest to goodness, it's very much a lot of the driving compass behind up-level dairy. And here's why. Um, that next level of performance is in your next level of truth. What it said to me is that, you know, so many of us are seeking something, right? We're looking for performance. We're looking for improvement. We're looking for whatever our measurement of success or the area that we want to grow in personally, professionally, you know, even spiritually, whatever that is. Uh, it, and oftentimes when we're looking for what's going to get us there, sometimes we look in the wrong places. You know, sometimes we look at what's on the surface level, but oftentimes that true next level is so, so much deeper. And that to me is about getting really honest with ourselves about what that looks like. And so as I head into 2023, it's all about digging for that deeper truth. And the other side of truth is also how I look at this podcast. And uh, my goal and my mission with Up Level Dairy Podcast is to always be looking for that seed of truth, that bigger picture, that bigger impact, the purpose behind the podcast. It's not just talking about dairy. It's not just, um, you know, interviewing people and sharing pieces of their stories. It's looking at them as the bigger picture and the truth of what they can share and the ways that they can inspire our listeners to want to hit their next level. And so my one word for 2023 it's all about truth. And so um, if you are listening to this podcast and thinking about how can you pick a word to be your guide for 2023, here are a couple of tips to do that from the book, My One Word. So the book suggests doing this. Start out by asking yourself a couple of reflective questions like this. What kind of person do you want to become this year? And what drives your desire to be that kind of person? And so make a list of some descriptive words based on the characteristics of that type of person. And from that list, what I like to do is I'll reference um, a dictionary. I pull out my Bible. I look for some quotes, um, consult my friend Google and type in those words and, and really just stop and listen to what means something, not just in my mind, but really truly in my heart. And, uh, and what's, and what's the direction that I'm really feeling a nudge and a pull towards. And that's my advice for those of you that are choosing your one word for 2023, dig deep, listen close, and really be open to where the opportunities are for you to transform 
those pieces of yourself and to take yourself to your own next level to hit your own up level. And so um, I've done this for, like I said, eight years now. And uh, there is one more catalyst that I would add to how to take your one word and to keep it front of mind and to make it part of your own. And, uh, and this is what it's looked like for me. Um, I have a little sticky note that is on my computer screen every year. And it's my one word, kind of like Eliza talked about writing at the top of her planner every day. I always keep a sticky note on my computer screen because that's where people like me spend our time and uh, where we're going to see it every day. And when I look at that word, I believe that word. I believe in it. And that's my advice to others as well. Believe in it, pray for it, pray over it. And wait in expectation for what that word can and will do for you that's above and beyond what you can even imagine. Um, brings me back to Ephesians 3.20 or that says this, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all things that we ask or think according to that power that works within us. And that's my reminder to each and every one of us on this call today and those of us listening that there is there are great things in store for you in 2023. Believe in it, pray for it, stand in the expectation that that one word will truly transform your life in the year to come. And so with that, I thank our guests for joining us on the Up Level Dairy podcast, sharing their one word for 2023. And if you're out there listening and you've chosen your one word, I invite you to share it and declare it and shoot me an email to Peggy at upleveldairy.com. I'd love to hear what your one word is. So thank you to our guests for joining us today on the Up Level Dairy podcast. So did these six dairy friends live up to their word and their intentions for 2023? Come back next week to the Up Level Dairy podcast to find out. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you give us a rating or review and head on over to upleveldairy.com to join the Up Level Dairy community. Signing up will make sure that you get an email in your inbox every time a new episode of the Up Level Dairy podcast is released. I'm Peggy Coffeen, and thank you for listening to the Up Level Dairy podcast.